it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Hello. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is sleep. I travel a great deal. I travel all around the world. I just got back from Kiev, crossing the Moldovan border. And the thing I always look forward to is getting back to my uh, king-size bed with my MyPillow mattress topper installed on the top. Now, I like a firm mattress because uh, I have back problems from uh, a long time ago uh, playing sports in high school. But I love my firm mattress with the MyPillow mattress topper on top. You get the firmness, but also it's like sleeping on a firm cloud. I really can't explain it. But it is the most comfortable sleep I have ever experienced in my life, and I can't wait to get back to it every time I travel. If you go to MyPillow right now with promo code CDM, you can get a 50% discount on the mattress toppers. Uh, Mike Lindell is giving out amazing discounts right now. Uh, get them while they last. Use promo code CDM at MyPillow.com and get the MyPillow mattress topper, the best sleep you will ever experience. Thank you very much. Now on to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. As you know, we travel a great deal. Uh, we just got back from Kiev, crossing the Moldovan border on foot, trying to bring you the best stories from around the world. But part of the problem we have when we travel is communications and security of those communications. Today's guest, I think, will help answer a lot of those questions and how you can secure your comms in the future. Uh, we have Dr. Paul Lilly, the CEO of Taj Quantum. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate uh, you taking the time to talk to me today. So look, um, I found out about your product. I was very interested. You know, there's a lot of stuff out in the press about government surveillance, about uh, journalists, about PIs. People have to be careful about when they talk to their networks. Uh, tell us about your product and, and what you're trying to do. Uh, certainly. Uh, there's nothing new to the market to have different chat applications that are encrypted or that provide some sort of obfuscation from people being able to monitor. We're seeing right now, uh, was it yesterday or the day before, there was a really good counterattack against Russia that was launched by civilians, and they used one of these type of applications to communicate with each other. Um, one of the challenges, though, it, right now is there are state-sponsored activities to access what you're saying, especially if you're in Ukraine, Poland, any of these, these areas that are considered under threat of what's going on uh, from the Russia invasion. And, you know, if you're using a lot of the, the normal chat applications that claim to have encryption and they have very good encryption, uh, it's, it's great against hackers, uh, your average person, but against a state-sponsored organization, chances are they're going to be able to get in and see what you're saying. One of the focuses my company's had for a number of years in working with some of our partner companies uh, and some very brilliant people in the space, we designed a commercial product that was made for the government and it provides an obfuscated network, uh, super high in encryption for the post-quantum era. We're not looking at you know the average person who's attacking right now. We're looking at 
uh, ring supercomputers, things that the average person just can't do. Uh, mm -hmm. As quantum computers come online and more and more we're seeing they're, they're lasting a little longer than microseconds, they're lasting seconds now. And I think within two to three years, uh, the estimation is that we'll start seeing actual quantum compute attacks. Well, this renders most current encryption just completely obsolete. A quantum computer can hack through AS-256 in, in seconds. Uh, Ring supercomputers can do it in minutes. And our goal was to protect against that future threat. And this is a product that we've offered to government customers and uh, other commercial entities. We, we originally formed this for use in the government as well as use for infrastructure, the banking industry, uh, your health records, things that we want to keep private. When we saw what was happening in uh, the Ukraine. We pivoted a little bit because we were going to be launching a private uh, chat, video, voice application at first. Uh, but we decided that we would launch this uh, free to everyone in Ukraine and anyone in the region, uh, to the media, to military, you, you name it. Anyone who needs access to be able to communicate safely, we would offer our level of encryption. And since our application wasn't done, we decided to use one of the open source UIs uh, element. It's on the matrix type uh, back end. So it's, it's a real good front end for what we offer. And it puts everyone in that high level of PQR encryption that offers total obfuscation from anyone being able to see, hear, um, or capture what they're doing in trans transport. And the transport layer of communication is where most of this capture happens, where you see these man-in-the-middle attacks or you see yeah. honeypots or just the ability for governments to gather information. And we wanted to prevent that. The, these folks deserve the right to exist and the right to be in their own country. And we want to help facilitate that. Interesting. So one of the questions we talked about yesterday was, um, how do you know that, you know, someone like me, who's not an expert, how would you know this isn't, uh, you know, have some kind of government backdoor or something like that, that can get in? That's actually a really good question. I, I mm -hmm. get, that one, I get that one surprisingly a lot. And mm -hmm. uh, I blame blacklist because they had a a show on a couple of weeks ago uh, where it was talking about a, a wireless network that was really the government. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a good fear to have because we've seen where there are some of these applications that have been on the market that have either been owned by the Chinese government or owned mm -hmm. by, uh, you know, Russian oligarch. And mm -hmm. we know where that data is heading. Uh, one of the ways we're able to secure that is because the only two items we keep is the name you provide and an email address or something else. Now, if you provide a picture, if you put in uh, your phone right. number or any of that, yeah, that's in the system. But it, it's only those two items, a name and an email address. Uh, right now, um, what we're doing since this is being done in a war zone is we actually have non-attributables, which means that we've created non-attributable display names, um, access names, and then uh, we've done a randomizer for the initial password that we then want the person to change. This way you're, you know, Lion 357 or yeah. Jaguar, whatever. And you can change that display name later uh, if you wish. And this is allowing the communication. So you can only, you only have to talk to those people who you know, you know who they are and you can rotate through whatever you need to do. Uh, this allows us to keep, uh, at least hopefully do our best to keep a lot of folks we don't want on the system on it. Uh, I would say though, I'm, I'm, since those are the two pieces I'm keeping, 
there isn't really a good opportunity for uh, any of the information to be captured in the way that our system works peer to peer. It's just not possible to grab any information on our end because nothing flows through us in a sense. But tell, the, tell us more about that. How does that, from a layman's standpoint, how does that in the ob, ob, obfuscation, obfuscation work? Yeah, yeah. It's a great big word, which basically mm -hmm. means that we're sending you through random different nodes all mm -hmm. around the, the world. Uh, the IP addresses that show up for anyone who's trying to launch a DDoS attack, which is a distributed denial of service. Yeah. Uh, anyone who you know plays any online games sees this happen to them periodically or anyone who's seeing what happens to some of the media groups uh, when they sort of get shut down temporarily. It's they're basically their IPs just being pinged to oblivion. Um, the way mm -hmm. ours works is the, the IP addresses, you're never going to be able to see the real IP address. We can point to specific places uh, and in a sense allows that the data leaves one location and appears in another location without anyone being able to track or trace the node. Because yeah. we found in dealing, and this is more of a pertinency for, for governments and, and large companies, but it's becoming more relevant for, for the rest of us as we do international banking or whatever we're doing right now that you want your data not to be able to track and trace on its path to where it's heading. Because if mm -hmm. all the data is heading to one specific point, one node, well, then there's a vulnerability point. Right. So we're trying to eliminate that ability for people to see those vulnerability points. So how does it work? Like, um, you know, I have a phone. Everybody knows my number. Um, uh, you know, I have heard, and again, I'm not an expert, that one way people can see your comms is to install malware on your phone, which basically tracks what your phone does. And so then your, your awesome technology is really not, it's useless at that point. Right. Am I, am I right? That's, yeah. that's true of almost everything. If you have, if you have a phone, you know, I have mm -hmm. my, my iPhone here and if it itself is bugged or has any any mm -hmm. software on it, any malware software, then you do have a serious problem. One of the, the things that we suggest most people do, uh, especially if you're going to be going into one of these areas, is one, don't use your normal phone. Yeah. Uh, grab one of your old phones. I have a, a, a bunch of old Samsungs that I just never traded in because I didn't trust they would yep. be able to cover anything. Uh, I burn them completely, redo them back to, to day one, and then I put this software on it. Uh, uh, and then I load up the, the the application, and then that's pretty much it. I only put what I absolutely need. Now, the yeah. average person, I would say, make sure that you're not installing a bunch of applications that track yeah. trace. Uh, be smart. Be safe. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're we're not geared toward a criminal element. We're geared yeah, toward a, a good patriot. So, yeah, if you have Uber or Uber Eats on here, they're constantly tracking to see where you're at. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, with some of the advancements on uh, the iOS, that has been limited now. Mm. And we're hoping to see Android do the same exact thing, that, that Google will step up. And they've intimated they probably will be. But at the same time, just keeping those applications off and turning location server services off goes a long way. Uh, okay. if, you, if you have the ability to scan your device or a trusted source to scan your device, though, to make sure you don't have any malware that's important. That'll yeah. get around any security. It's the same thing as the, there's nothing we can do for someone who uses password as their password. Right, sure. Uh, if let, let me ask you this, because you know we, we've we uh, been involved in, we have a paper in Atlanta and we've been a lot of, involved in a lot of the election issues down there. And one of the uh, True the Vote came out and they were buying cell phone pings, uh, in, you know, trillions of them in the Atlanta area. And they were able to source movement of phones in the area based on a phone number. 
And, you know, I've been told, and this may be not your area, that's fine, but also they can see like two phones if they're moving the same point together. So if you have multiple phones, they can figure out from your phone what you have in your pocket with your, is your other phone. Do you know anything about that? I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, no, this definitely not my field of expertise. Right. I do have right. to tell you that, especially with millimeter wave, yeah. um, we literally can get down to within, you know, a few inches of where you're at right. uh, on a map. Uh, this is, and this is actually very relevant to the folks over in Ukraine right now. They're generally using Wi-Fi connections, not using the, the traditional data. Yeah. And that actually is to their advantage. Yeah, because since they're using Wi-Fi connections for all their call and the voice over IP through our service, then in a sense, they're almost not trackable. As long as their location yeah. services are on, they're only as trackable as to that Wi-Fi node uh, itself, that Starlink or whoever. Most of them are Starlink, thanks to Elon. Uh, yeah. They're only trackable to that node. The good part is there is a lot of uh, overlapping and mesh networks that are being stood up. So that makes it even harder for anyone to track that. Interesting. Well, that's uh, that's exciting. Uh, tell us about your product rollout. What is your, you know, what's your schedule? Uh, we are fast tracking as best we can, getting our personal application out. Um, uh, our chat app right now, by using Element, it's it's enabled us to put out the video, the voice, uh, the chat. You can send video files. You can send whatever it is you need to. We send mm -hmm. things all the time, uh, inter inter company with that. And it works really well, and we like it, but our application is going to go a step further. Uh, it'll have some additional features that, that we hope people like. Uh, it'll have a little easier usability, some, some just a better look and feel, so it's easier to access different rooms, create different rooms, different spaces for where you want to have, whether it's a community area or non-community area, but all in that, that highly encrypted and, and obfuscated space. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have, uh, as time moves forward, we're instituting uh, some blockchain into what we're doing. This way we can do uh, different NFT type transfers. Now we're not thinking in terms of the pieces of art, although that's fine if people want to use it for that. But we're actually thinking of real objects if people want to pay for certain things like your your next car or whatever. Uh, you have the ability to buy real objects because non-fungibles, we all know, have existed for a long time. Uh, and yeah. putting in the ability to have uh, a quantum resistant blockchain, a truly quantum resistant, not just by name, like some of the uh, folks who have put theirs out there that are really just using AS-256, but using our technology to protect yeah. it, that enables payment transfer. Even if I just wanted to send you some money because you're doing some great work over in the Ukraine, I have the ability right. to do it in a safe way. And that's something that we know is is interesting to, to most people. It's a way that we can apply our technology to- Yeah, for sure. Help move some of the, this this forward. Uh, and we found within the blockchain area that we constantly are told, oh no, the blockchain itself is secure because people are validating these blocks. And what uh, some of the folks aren't understanding is that with quantum level computer or ring supercomputer, I can make so many changes so quick that you think you're validating the correct block, but you're not. It's mm. being hacked far faster. The hash rate's far faster than anything you can manage. So it has to be protected on both sides with something like this in the near future. So that's why we're just taking that step forward. Wow. And we're hoping that that other folks will, will want us to help them secure uh, their services as well. Uh, we, we don't so want especially to especially with uh, away. when you have Castro Trudeau up seizing people's bank accounts. I mean, that, makes, that gives it's it a whole level. Of, it becomes yeah. a lot harder than when when the money is in in a blockchain. It also becomes a lot harder when they can't see where the money is moving to and fro. Yeah. Um, it, it, 
you know, we saw up in Canada where people who donated $20 had their bank accounts locked. Yeah. And in some cases, it may even have been an accidental donation or they heard something about some group and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I support that. And, you know, how many times have you walked out of a grocery store and signed a petition for something that sounded great? Well, um, it, it was a legal NGO nonprofit at the time. It wasn't illegal at all to donate to that. You know, exactly. And yeah. Then, you know, ex post facto after the fact, oh, hey, this is now illegal. We're going to seize your bank account. Well, if this yeah. was all done through uh, a secured uh, means and no one could tell where the money was coming from also, then that, that makes things a lot easier. Um, right. It makes things a lot safer. And, you know, I always hear, but, but Paul, they, they could use that for bad things. Well, the U.S. dollar is still and probably will for a long time be the primary currency for any uh, nefarious activity, whether it's terrorism yeah. or uh, buying sure. weapon systems, whatever it is. Cash. It's yeah. still U.S. dollar. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, you name any of the, the, the cryptocurrencies, there's still it's a minor little bit of it. And yes, there will yeah. always be that seedy underbelly. It's, it's just going to exist. I wish we could get rid of it, but we right. shouldn't stop. The move of technology and we certainly shouldn't leave ourselves open to cyber attacks from rogue nations just because we're afraid that a criminal is going to use something so you've got the chat the voice and the uh, uh video in short run and you've got these longer term projects um where can people go to really find out about your company what you're doing and, and keep up with all the stuff that's coming out uh, right now we're very active on twitter that's probably mm -hmm. our primary um, Instagram keeps taking down every post we put up about what we're doing. And with Russia, I have no idea why yeah. uh, we have to figure that one out. We actually had a, a GoFundMe to help us since we took all of our development money to stand up servers around the world to help do this. And GoFundMe took us down. Uh, yeah. You need and, to get on the alternative economy. <laughs> yeah. It's we Getter, take, dab, for our website. We take, yeah. uh, we take Ethereum, we take uh, Bitcoin, um, mm -hmm. We also have a, a give, send, go, and they've so far kept us up. We're happy about that. Uh, but it's, it, we appreciate that because our, our model right now for this application, we were originally going to be doing a uh, annual subscription, but for the, the chat <clears throat> video and voice, we're probably going to keep that free. Mm -hmm. um, what we've called this whole thing is project autonomy. We want people to be able to be autonomous in themselves, just like uh, any, any nation wants, just like any individual should want. And so the, the nickname for the application, it became PA system, just like, you know, everyone knows what a PA yeah. system is. Uh, but it really is a project autonomy system is, is where that stems from. And so okay. we're, we're taking that very serious and we're going to go ahead and offer that at no cost to people once it launches. Uh, now, as we start adding things into it, there may be pro versions as, as sure. Sure, made, we'll offer virtual private server network types. Uh, this way it secures all the data out of your phone. Yeah. Uh, but with our obfuscation and encryption, which is very different than anything anyone else offers. Uh, additionally, the payment portion, uh, you know, that would just be whatever the normal fees are that, you know, PayPal or any of these people take. Sure. We're, we're not interested in, in, as I always tell people, don't make a retirement off of every sale. The whole goal here is to help people. And, right. you know, if we can help enough people, then we know the people will take care of us. Sure. Uh, and right now, our goal is to help whoever we can get the stories out of the Ukraine, get the stories out of Poland, where most of the, the rat lines are running through to help get equipment and, and people into place to help these folks. Yeah, uh, That's our goal at the moment. 
Uh, people can go to TajQuantum.com. Uh, we have links to all our social media there. We do post on Facebook as well, but Twitter seems to be uh, where, where most people are finding us. Uh, and, you know, of course, we'll continue to uh, post articles uh, in different places. There has been some decent media coverage, and I really appreciate this. Uh, the, if you do know of any groups, and I say this to everybody, right now, the way we're distributing accounts, since you can't just sign yourself up, uh, that's partially a security issue, partially because of how we're having to manage the server until our app's done. Uh, we're actually issuing them directly to organizations for the most part, whether it's humanitarian, mm-hmm. uh, mostly humanitarian organizations, uh, people, media groups like yours. Uh, we're providing them free if you need 20, 30, 100 accounts, 1,000 accounts. Great. Um, well, we definitely want to take you up on that. So, yeah, please. Uh, it's important that these stories get out. And yeah. that's, that's the one thing through history I think all of us have learned is it's not the narrative of mainstream media that matters. It's the narrative of the people on the ground. It's the it's the narrative of the actual person who's taking that video, taking that picture, uh, who's seeing the, the war crime be committed. We have yeah. to get that stuff out. If the whole world can't see what's actually happening, nothing will change. Uh, yeah. Mark Twain said the history doesn't repeat, but it certainly does rhyme. And right For now, sure. it rhymes a lot. Yeah, I agree. And, and we need to stop that. Well, Paul, thank you for your time. I want to have you back on as the uh, as your product progresses and the launch progresses out. And uh, really appreciate you spending some time with us today. Great. Thanks, Todd. I appreciate it. Right. Have a great day. Take care.